Welcome to this week's episode of Brokering Lifestyle. I'm your guide and host, Connie Dornan of Ad Properties Christie's International Real Estate. I've been selling homes for nearly 20 years, and I am the top producing real estate broker in my market. I just don't broker homes, I am brokering a lifestyle and helping people build financial strength. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Brokering Lifestyle. Today, two of my amazing team members have joined me. Meet Lindsay Kane and Costas Janakoulis. Lindsay specializes in the Evanston Skokie areas and Costa specializes in the Northwest suburbs. And of course, yours truly specializes in the North Shore. Hi guys, thank you so much for joining me today on Brokering Lifestyle. And this is actually our podcast. Hi. Lindsay, why don't you say hello to the, our audience yeah. and tell them a little bit of what you do. Hi, Connie. Nice to uh, be on your podcast this week. And our thanks, podcast. Our podcast this week. Thanks for having us in. Uh, yeah, so I work out of the uh, Evanston, Skokie area primarily. Um, that's where I live in the Skokie. Gevinston neighborhood. And, uh, and I live there with my kid and who is about to enter into ETHS. So I'm a busy lady. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you prepared for that? No, not even close. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) And Costas, you specialize in the Northwest suburbs. So tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and your background. Uh, I've been doing real estate for a long time, decade plus, and live in Park Ridge, have a five and a four-year-old Life's great, you know, <laughs> 16 months apart, summer, it's great. So that's why you're permanently yawning. <laughs> that's why I'm always showing houses. <laughs> I'm on the streets. All right. Well, I think like each of us has a very unique perspective in real estate because our markets are so drastically different. So for example, uh, a house in Wilmette or Winnetka, you put that up on the market and it's gone in a nanosecond. Uh, in Glenview, Northbrook, depending on the location and the price point, will determine whether or not that's going to be gone in a nanosecond and its condition. Uh, whereas in Wilmette, Winnetka doesn't seem to be as much of a case. Uh, Lindsay, what are you seeing in the Skevinston area? Yes, Skevinston, again, it's nanosecond time. I mean, it's a really hot little neighborhood, mostly because we've got the Evanston address and Skokie Taxes. So it's a really great location. Um, Very central neighborhood feel, quiet area. And so when something does come on the market, everybody that's in the know is hopping on it as fast as they can. So what kind of price points do you see in the Skevinston area? What's like the average? So we have everything really from about 500000 to about 800000 uh, We do have a couple of, of uh, sections in there, really mostly in the northwest section that are more in the $1-2 million range. And then how do you feel about the Evanston market? And I know Evanston can be a little bit different whether we're talking about like the Central yeah. Corridor or down by the lakefront. Yeah. The neighborhoods are all very, very different and have different personalities. And it really depends on what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of wonderful character, big houses that have an incredible amount of square footage, but also have a lot of work that has to be done. Uh, and there's a lot of um, more, uh, I would say, newer condition split level um, kind of homes that are a little bit more to the West uh, mm-hmm. that have um, more on the $800,000 range than the $2 million. So do you think that the level of demand is still strong in all those parts of Evanston, you know, pretty consistent? Or would you say that there's a part of Evanston that it's kind of slowed down a little bit in comparison 
if there's a part of Evanston that's slowed down, I haven't run across it yet. Okay. Got it. Got it. And Costas, how about you? How about your market in the Northwest suburbs? Northwest suburbs will range, I think, for single family homes with school year kind of starting soon. Most people want to be in a home. So I think we could just generalize and save for any asset that needs a little bit of work or a lot of work. Um, I think that that's probably going to take a little bit longer to sell. Most people want a turnkey, kind of want to move in. So those homes will go quick. I think for like townhomes, condos, anything under 300000 it's a quick market from, you know, let's say from Evanston or all the way to Schaumburg or even further west. Those go really, really quick. Uh, those people considering either renting and paying a high dollar amount or just buying something, it's probably still way better, even at a 7% interest rate, to buy something if you're planning on staying for a longer term. So. Different asset, but right, right, right. Quick, I'm, yeah. I, I'm seeing choppiness in the North Shore. So, like I said before, Wilmette, Winnetka, Glencoe. I mean, they're gone in a heartbeat. Uh, Glenview, Northbrook. Depending on the location and condition, back to what Casas was saying. I mean, if it is completely done up from head to toe, it's gone. It's yeah. done. It's you have a multiple offer, especially if it's decorated really cute. Um, and what I find so sad is sometimes like you've got this really great house with a great floor plan, great bones, and maybe it's not updated with all the latest and greatest. And maybe the decorating isn't, you know, up to snuff or whatever. And those houses will sit, especially if the price is, uh, a a little too optimistic, I should say, uh, perhaps that optimistic price is like, you know, reminiscent of 20. 21 2022 mm-hmm. um i think for those type of homes you know and again we're talking very specifically for those type of homes we're looking at pricing that's rolling back to 2019 type of prices right. so interesting um tell me what do you th- think about the interest rates where do you think that they're going to be Lindsay? we're making a huge interest rate this prediction. is a really big uh, this is a big question right i mean i think all of the market indicators say that the Fed is probably going to be raising interest rates once or twice more in the coming year. I think that's going to affect our interest rates again. Um, they're still throwing around the the word recession, and I think I think if that happens continually, I think we're going to still see interest rates rise a little bit. I don't know that we're going to hit seven point five, but I think we might dance with it a little before it starts coming back down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have a very different opinion on that oh you're i'm up next yeah you're next yes i think they'll raise them it's july whatever it is today and so i think there's a fed meeting this week or next week and so yeah Lindsay's correct and but i do think at the end of the year it'll start to kind of cool down a little bit maybe 6.5 6.75 somewhere around there but but we're going to be between six and seven all right. Um, I'm seeing things a little bit differently for the end of the year. I think we're going to have a little volatility between now and at the end of the year. But I think by the end of the year, our interest rates should go down. Um, you know, I think they'll be like low to mid sixes because it's election season around the corner. And those politicians want to make sure that the economy looks all rosy and that the Fed's been doing their job, you know, to decrease inflation. So I think uh, there's going to be some um, uh, some definite downward um, push on the interest rates that's going to really fuel the market. And for those of you that are thinking about selling, 
I highly advise you start getting your home ready to sell for next spring. Mm -hmm. I am predicting a very hot spring market. I'm predicting more inventory up on the market and a lot of demand because of the downward push on the interest rates. Oh, that's that's my two cents on that. I hope you're right and I'm not. <laughs> well, I think I think it's going to help a lot of people take off those golden handcuffs, you know, because right. a lot of people yeah, are for sure. They're they're sitting on that two and a half to three and a half percent interest rates, and they're like, right. well, I don't want to let go of my interest rate, but they don't want to be in their houses anymore, and right. they have to move. Right. And I think the other issue is they got nowhere to go, which is the other big problem. Yeah, lower interest rate would would release the bottleneck. Absolutely. Or a divorce. <laughs> or a death or something like that. I think yeah. that'll help uh, kind of make people move and positive free up, yeah. relocate. <laughs> just leave the, leave Illinois and just go somewhere else. No, you don't want to. Illinois is fantastic. No. You know Illinois what? is great. We don't have earthquakes. We don't have mudslides. We and don't, Chicago's practically tornado proof. <laughs> exactly. We don't have water shortages. I mean, I'm telling you, you mark my words. 15 to 20 years time, Chicago, the Midwest area is going to be a total hotspot for real estate. Prices are going to be going gangbusters here. I agree. We don't I have agree. all the natural disasters that you see all around the world, including those, you know, the temperature and yeah. climate change. Yeah. Fires are less likely to take over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, we got Lake Michigan. We can yeah. put those fires out. We can out. put that out. Yeah. We, we also know how to handle one or two fires. <laughs> That's true. We've had that before. I was going to say, just for inventory purposes, we want them to leave so they don't have to take up another house and compete against the buyers that we, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for the clarification there, Costas. I love Illinois. <laughs> uh, so interesting. This week was out with a few of my clients and I got this question that I haven't heard in a while. Maybe it's because of COVID and people are now more comfortable about going out and all that stuff. Uh, they're asking me like where to go for a date. So I've got some clients that are single and some clients that are married and they just want to go out for date night. So what are your recommendations, Lindsay and Evanston and Skokie? Any good places? Yeah. Downtown Evanston is one of my favorite places. Just in general, it's such a walkable area um, and lots of great food, lots of great entertainment. Uh, Temperance Brewing in the back often has a concert back there in the summertime. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, out of space is, is the way to look for it. Uh, well, that also the, strikes me as being a good place to meet someone. So it's say great. that you're yeah. newly divorced or single and you just want to meet people. Mm -hmm. you know? I, I totally agree. It's a yeah. really great scene yeah. and it's uh, it's a fun it's a fun night to, to be able to go. There's walking distance from my house. Hey, so I love it even better. Get off of Match.com <laughs> and head on over there instead. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> that's a lot less expensive. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then one of my favorite restaurants, I love going to the barn steakhouse oh, okay. they've got great drinks a great whiskey menu right, you're a nice. whiskey drinker like me okay uh frio gelato if you want a little gelato yeah. after dinner and okay. then walk by the lake that's it's just oh, such a beautiful yeah. thing to do and how how much more romantic can you get oh how nice yeah, sounds like someone's I done that i might have <laughs> yeah and costas how about you where did where does someone want to go to meet people or go on a date or take their wife or husband on a date uh, I'm, i've been out of the dating scene for a while so uh where does one go uh in park ridge where i'm at uh, there's a little strip or a row of restaurants bars coffee shops so i like going to pennyville station or holtz or anything along the way off the wall coffee is a great place uh for the morning if you don't want to 
go to Starbucks and support local business. So anything around there, anything outdoor anywhere, Arlington Heights or uh, any outdoor seating, definitely take advantage of it on those less humid days. So I like to just go outside of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Even the backyard is good, but yeah, yeah, enjoy the weather while we have it. Well, I've been out of the dating scene for a extremely long time, so I don't know about that. But however, uh, I think like a really nice date place would be uh, here in Glenview. It'd be Platia. It's a, a restaurant. Of course, it's a Greek restaurant. But the reason I like it so much, aside that the food is fantastic, is uh, they've got this really awesome patio, this outdoor space. Yeah. And it is so much fun. And I think like if you're going on a date with someone that you don't know, maybe it's a first time date, I think like the atmosphere there is really nice to kind of make everyone comfortable and kind of engaging. And then even if you're just going out on date night with your husband or wife, I think it's a nice little place to go and convenient. Yeah. I have another place. Uh, Minor Street Tavern, I've heard, is like a really cool place. <laughs> I, and that's I heard about that. The bartender there is pretty fun. In Desplaines. In Desplaines. So if you're ever in Desplaines, the only place in Desplaines is Minor Street Tavern in downtown. Really cool spot. Yeah. Uh, any disclosures you want to throw in with that? Uh, we, I, they open at three and they close at four a.m. So those are the only disclosures I'll say. Is a really nice cocktail menu. Oh. Yeah, it's brand new, fresh right. ingredients. So yeah, I've heard that. I've tried them all, so they're good. Okay, well that's good. I bring my wife there sometimes. All right. <laughs> I think another place here in the North Shore uh, for date night would be um, Sophia Steakhouse in Wilmette. Or oh yeah. Pomeroy in Winnetka, which is one of my favorites, or uh, Guildhall in Glencoe is another top one that I really enjoy. So um, now we talked about date nights, but how about with the kiddos? A lot of us have got kids, and let's (laughs) talk about the little kids. Like, what do you do with the little kids? Because with big kids, they don't want to hang out with us anyway, so... What do you do with the little kids? I know, like around here in the North Shore, Wagner Farm is the bomb. Oh, they right. All love yeah, Farm. sure. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot of uh, movies in the park, Skokie oh. movies in the park, Evanston movies in the park, and they really do try and, and choose movies that are going to be great for the whole family. Oh, and that's kind of a really fun event. And a lot of times yeah. the neighbors will start to do a cookout nearby and, oh. and bring their drinks. And ha- oh. it's just a really great scene. That sounds lovely. Um, and one of, one of my favorite events is the Skokie Bat. Clot bash which is coming up uh in the end of august um and and they shut off downtown skokie and they bring in musicians and we have two bandstands and then there's a whole carnival and House food fun. and yeah it's really it's a blast oh, it's a blast for full weekend oh, you know what i think i went to that maybe about a year ago and yeah. they had really great barbecue there was some yes. food stand there <laughs> yeah. and i love barbecue yeah yeah Casas, how about you? You've got the little itsy-bitsy ones at home. Yeah, they don't really uh, care about movie in the park. I think that's kind of a late thing for my five- and four-year-old. So we like to do just um, splash pads and public pools and, you know, just outdoor stuff. There's a place in called the Agostinos and Niles on Thursdays. There's a balloon lady. She makes balloons, and the kids love that. So I think just summer water, exterior, you know, outdoor stuff, I think. Outdoor stuff. That's just my theme, and I'm going to stick to it. Go wear them out. <laughs> Go wear them out out there. <laughs> so um, let me ask you now, uh, Lindsay, let's go back t- uh, about the market. Yeah. Do you think the Evanston-Skokie area now, and I know those are two distinctly different areas. Very different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that you're going to have a lot more inventory 
in uh, the spring market for 2024? Yeah, I do. I do. I think that we're starting to see a lot of sellers who want to move their properties and they're starting to get ready to move their properties. And I think like the rest of us, they're watching the interest rates with, with eagle eyes and seeing how things play out. Um, but I think we'll, you know, to Costa's point about <laughs> divorces and deaths, I think there's things that happen in life, no matter what, that are going to make people move. And now that we've kind of come out of the pandemic after all this time, I think people are going to really be anxious to, to get a change of scenery. What do you think people should be doing right now in preparation of putting their house up for Q1 24? Mm, good question. Uh, you want to do your maintenance items, make sure your furnaces are tuned, make sure your air conditioning is tuned, make sure you're checking your roof and your gutters and downspouts and making sure everything's in good shape, but also uh, freshening up paint, decluttering, organizing, go to the container store and put everything all in matching containers and on the same kind of hangers and doing those kinds of things that will really help make your house shine in the, in the time when you're ready to sell. And Cassis, what's your two cents for getting ready for Q1? I think for everyone that's kind of thinking or waiting, I think at any moment, any moment in time, supply and demand, this has kind of been a, a very limited supply. So I think to be ready and, you know, timing the market in a sense of, hey, today there's only six houses on the market in Arlington Heights. If you list your home now versus waiting two weeks, you can get significantly more. So like Lindsay said, and you said, getting those little things ready and having a plan of attack and then, you know, executing that plan in the months ahead is important. So you're positioned to sell when, when you're ready to do so, or when your agent will kind of say it's, it's, it's time, let's do it. Right. I, I know for some of my clients, my advice for them changes depending on the product. Right. There are some clients that I'm like, you know what, you're going to be better off in the spring. And there's some clients I'm like, no, let's go now. Of course, if they're ready, um, I'm not forcing them to move out of their houses. But if they do have somewhere to go, I'm like, we should really take advantage your... of this. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time yeah. to do this. Great. Really enjoyed spending a little time with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. All Instead right. of being ships passing. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> from... And we're going to do this again around the end of the year and we're going to check back on our interest rate predictions see see who wins <laughs> do we get a prize if, if we're right <laughs> uh no no okay. <laughs> <laughs> a free a, a starbucks gift card what? <laughs> yeah i don't think no uh, i think we get free drinks at uh minor street oh per- yes that's Lanes. exactly what we do I, think that's we're getting. I know a guy <laughs> can hook us up we'll definitely give you a good gift card <laughs> Well, thanks again, guys. Have a great weekend and go sell something. You got it. Thanks for inviting us. Thanks. Thanks Bye.